And good afternoon, GRN listeners tuning in across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is In His Vineyard, your live and local program. And I'm Sean, your host, every Monday at noon. I'm also your Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area's general manager. I'm so thankful that you decided to spend this next hour with us getting caught up on all things Catholic. So if you're tuning in from Marble Falls, thank you from Fredericksburg and Kerrville. Thank you from Uvalde. Thank you. And right here in good old San Antonio, thank you to everyone tuning in. Uh, joining me today is, of course, my wonderful co-host, uh, Miss Alexandra Kubabatu, a.k.a. Alex K. Hello, folks. Great to be here with you. We're going to have a fantastic show. And just to remind you, on this program, Sean and I bring you various and informative discussions highlighting different people ministries and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. And today we'll be speaking with Miss Kathy Nix. She's the Executive Director of the San Antonio Coalition for Life. And she brought with her Miss Melanie Salazar, who is a sidewalk intern. And uh, both will be giving us a, this, a great discussion on the upcoming 40 Days for Life kickoff rally. And uh, later in the program, we're going to be speaking with Jean and Jeannie Townsend. And they, in partnership with Axon Travel, lead inspiring and faith-filled pilgrimages. And they'll talk about their upcoming seven-day pilgrimage to Mexico in April, and will give us those details. Amen. And all that sounds great, Alex. And of course, you know what that means when there's um, two guests or so on the program. It's uh-huh. going to be lightning <laughs> quick. So uh, let's go ahead and get this program started uh, the way that we should do all things. Uh, and of course, and that's in prayer. Uh, so wherever you might be, um, you know, place your concerns, your desires, and your trust uh, in the hands of the Lord and pray for the grace uh, to trust and accomplish his will for you. So meditate on these words and pray along with me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, may everything I do begin with your inspiration, continue with your help, and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, guide me in my daily actions. Help me to persevere with love and sincerity. Teach me to judge wisely the things of earth and to love the things of heaven. Keep me in your presence and never let me be separated from you. Your spirit made me your child, confident to call you father. Make your love the foundation of my life. Teach me to long for heaven. May its promise and hope guide my way on earth until I reach eternal life with you. Amen. St. Peter Damien. Pray for us. St. Joseph, head of the Holy Family. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow. So, uh, again, just uh, to get everyone caught up uh, with, uh, you know, some things going on. Uh, just to recap the weekend, I had the pleasure, of course, um, you know, to be out there in Austin at San Jose Catholic Church, uh, you know, right off, of th- you know, just a little bit off of 35 uh, for the men's conference, the Central Texas uh, Men's Conference. That was a wonderful event. Uh, mm-hmm. Had we heard some great talks from um, guys like Chris Stefanik of Real Life Catholic, uh, Dr. Ansel Augustine. You know, he is the, um, you know, he's the the founder for the Vagabond Missions there in New Orleans. Uh, and we also, you know, heard a, a talk from uh, Kevin Cotter. He is head of content uh, for Hallow, the Catholic mm. prayer app. Um, and after, you know, talking to these guys, um, of course, the, the, the theme is, you know, finding your joy, you know, 
in in that that true joy, that joy that's rooted in Christ, yes. uh, and not you know hanging on to to you know kind of superficial joy, you know the 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 feelings, the happiness. Because I mean that's gonna you know you're gonna have your ups and downs and whatnot. Uh, but of course, true joy in Christ is where we want to be rooted. Uh, and of course, you know we have the upcoming you know, men's conference, uh, yes. this weekend, you yes. know, since we're speaking uh-huh. of conferences, we've got the upcoming men's conference from Pilgrim Center of Hope taking place this Saturday. Uh, that's the 26th of February. Doors open at eight o'clock. Mass will begin and will be celebrated, um, by His Excellency, you know, Bishop Gary Yannick of San Antonio, mm-hmm. Auxiliary Bishop of San Antonio. Uh, I do believe Mass uh, will begin around 8 15. Uh, that's going to take place at the, you know, in the main church, uh, and the conference is going to be held in the um, the athletic center. Okay, uh, so again, there are many opportunities for us men uh, to really get primed and ready, um, you know, for you know for Lent. You know, so if you haven't, you know, if you didn't know, or if you still don't have any idea as to you know what you'd like to do for Lent, well, if you know if, if you're a man listening and tuning in right now, um, I'd say let's get it started with you know attending you know this this men's conference, uh, and of course allow the Holy Spirit to you know kind of work through you and help you uh, to to really see what areas you you want to grow in and and what areas um, you know can we work on to be better servants uh, you know to our families, better servants of the Lord. Uh, and of course, um, you know, really just be the man that, you know, we are definitely called to be. Um, so again, I'd encourage you to do that. Um, that's going to be the, you know, yeah. So we're talking about the, the conference here. So lastly, um, well, there's a couple things left uh, for me to talk about. I want to also uh, talk about the GR and Carafa. Look, folks, if you're getting tired <laughs> of it, you're not going to hear it for much longer. Okay. So today is the last day to purchase your car raffle ticket for your chance to win this 2022 GR, you know, this 2022 Mercedes Benz GLA 250. As a reminder, tickets are just $25 each. Or you buy, you know, four tickets and you get that fifth one, um, also with that. So a hundred bucks for five tickets. But look, a special deal just for you. All right. <laughs> there you yeah. Go. So if you call right now, <laughs> no, it's not one of those things, but I will tell you, if you call within this hour, all right. You're not only going to get, you know, the five tickets for a hundred bucks, which in itself is a deal. You know, it's basically a buy four, get one free. But in this hour, if you call the first 15, uh, you know, callers who call in, um, they're going to get not just the, you know, the five, but they're going to get an additional ticket. Okay. For the hundred bucks. So in this hour, the first 15 callers to call in, uh, is going to get, you know, a, you know, a hundred dollars worth of, uh, you know, ticket purchase, but you're going to get plus one. Uh, okay. So you're going to get a, you know, for a hundred bucks spent. All right. You're going to get six tickets. So that's super exciting. Uh, I know that. Y'all are tired of me talking about it, but I appreciate, I certainly, I mean, sincerely appreciate the support. Uh, we've had a team of folks, uh, helping out with these, uh, with these ticket sales yes. and we're, we're looking forward to it. Uh, and lastly, I, I want to wish a very happy birthday, a 17th birthday to my, uh, to my nephew. Uh, he actually, uh, you know, they, they live in Jacksonville, Florida, you know, my, in my hometown. 
Uh, well, I, San Antonio's home now, but <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying. But, you know, they're in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, and, of course, I want to, you know, just wish him a super birthday. You know, this kid, he's he's tough. He's resilient. He, he's an athlete, right? And, um, you know, he had shoulder shoulder surgery uh, earlier, uh, just a couple months back, in fact. But he's he's progressing with his healing fine. So if you're out there tuning in, you know, if you could offer up a, a prayer for uh, birthday blessings and a speedy, uh, full and speedy recovery for uh, my nephew, Logan, that would be much appreciated. So without further ado, uh, I do want to welcome to the program uh, Executive Director of San Antonio Coalition for Life, Miss Kathy Nix. Uh, and of course, joining her uh, is um, you know Miss Melanie Salazar, one of their uh, sidewalk interns. So thank you so much uh, for joining us, Miss Kathy. Welcome to the program. And I want to first, uh, you know, begin uh, by asking you, you know, what exactly, you know, who is who are, you know, who, who is the San Antonio Coalition for Life? What is it that y'all are, you know, y'all are responsible for? Um, and and let's, let's begin there and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hi. Um, so it's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for having us on. We're always appreciative of the, uh, the opportunity to tell you about the programs and about pro-life in San Antonio. Um, so uh, the Coalition for Life was formed many years ago when we had the very first 40 Days for Life. And from that uh, experience, the people who were involved said, we just can't stop. We have to continue on. So 40 Days for Life was such a success way back when, when we were at 104 Babcock and that Planned Parenthood there, where we saw a 40% decline in abortions that very first. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was pretty wow. amazing. Um, so we were like, well, we, we have to keep at this. And so we have ever since. And the, the programs have grown and expanded. The, the people of San Antonio now recognize who we are out on the sidewalk. They honk honk for life and wave at us and they they know what we're about uh, because we have become a part of this community and uh, the Catholic churches specifically uh, all around town and in the outlying uh, areas have all participated in this wonderful program which is based completely on prayer uh, and outreach uh, peaceful prayerful presence on the sidewalk and there's there's nothing that works better than love to turn a girl, to draw a girl uh, away from abortion and offer her uh, life-affirming options. So we uh, we continue to do that on the sidewalk during the 40 Days for Life campaigns and in between 40 Days for Life campaigns. There's two a year. We're coming up on our spring campaign, which is always during Lent. So we start Ash Wednesday. We go through Palm Sunday. And we will be out there from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day during the 40 days, uh, except for Sundays. We take Sundays off because, you know, God said. So, <laughs> Amen. So, so that's one of, the, one of the main things that San Antonio Coalition for Life does. In addition to 40 Days for Life, we have the Sidewalk Intern Program. And I'm really happy to have Melanie with us today because she can give us a little bit more of a, a bird's eye view of what it's like to be out there as an intern. Um, and then uh, there are a lot of other programs that we do we give out gift bags and so we have gift bag teams we have uh, lots of prayer that happens we're doing a novena to saint david right now as we prepare for uh the uh the opening of the our 40 days for life spring campaign uh lots of wonderful things happening we are sacfl.org so if people want to go and take a look and uh, click around and see what we have um that would be that would be wonderful we would love for you to see that and 
the whole idea is to get people involved. Yeah, that's awesome, Kathy. And, you know, um, <clears throat> that's an amazing organization. But how did you get involved and how long have you been involved with it? Well, um, the, from the very beginning, actually, uh, mm-hmm. Amy Voorhees, who is our president of our board, was the instigator. She came from uh, College Station, where she knew Sean Carney and all the people who did the very first 40 Days for Life. Mm-hmm. And so she uh, was at Our Lady of the Atonement. I happened to go to Our Lady of the Atonement that day, and I saw in the bulletin that they were having a, uh, a powwow, a meeting about the possibility of doing a 40 Days for Life, and ta-da, the rest is history. When Amy Voorhees he's asked me to do something I always seem to do it even though I <laughs> at first resist you know uh, you will be a really great sidewalk counselor oh no I don't think so Amy and I was a sidewalk counselor you would really train them well yeah I ended up doing that you know you'd be a great executive director I'm like why am I here but she's, she's fabulous and she's my inspiration uh, I certainly look up to her so that's kind of how I, I ended up uh, in the position that I am amen and if you would can you tell our listeners um, more about this kickoff rally, you know, uh, you and I, you know, I, we introduced ourselves to each other probably uh, last year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and more so at the uh, Catholic Women's, Women's Conference, Conference. Uh, we right. had the we had the booths, uh, you know, there together. Uh, and I was really intrigued with all the work that that y'all do over there. Uh, but can you tell us more about this kickoff rally? What what does that entail? We are so excited to invite everyone to come out for this kickoff. And uh, St. Matthew Catholic Church has been so gracious to open up their space for us. So we will be in their athletic center. The, the kickoff is Sunday in the middle of the day when sort of nap time. But, you know, <laughs> you can a little sacrifice and come out 3 to 4 p.m. on Sunday over at St. Matthew's in their athletic center. And we're in uh, adjoining rooms uh, there by the gym. And uh, it's free and open for everyone. There'll be swag. There'll be some cookies and stuff. But the best thing is the the speakers that we get. Um, so uh, Bishop Yannick will be praying with us. We have a, a pastor from Leon Valley Baptist Church, uh, Pastor uh, Dan Alan, he'll be praying with us and talking. But our main key speaker is Steve Carlin from the National 40 Days for Life. He is the director of the National 40 Days for Life, works closely with Sean Carney. And he has a recent book out called What to Say When, and it's fabulous. So Steve will be coming out and giving our keynote address, and we are so excited to hear what he has to say. Um, and maybe a little surprise coming from me about what's uh, what's new and coming up for our intern program. So uh, you have to come to hear all the good news and see all the cool stuff, but we invite everyone to come. It is free. Well, speaking about interns, <laughs> so Miss um, Melanie, give me some of your 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 perceptions, some of your feedback, some of your um, ideas of of what this is going to be about for you, and and how is this affecting you personally? Yes, so my name is Melanie, and I got involved with the Sidewalk Intern Program since the day that it started. So it's going on a little over two years old now, and in this two years time. We've given out over 5,000 gift bags wow. to the men and women at Planned Parenthood on Babcock Road. And I think we've had over 200 referrals mm-hmm. for ultrasounds, pregnancy tests, and then an additional 200 referrals for um, STD testing and just other life-affirming alternatives. So those are the numbers that we've done in that amount of time. And I'm just very blessed to be a part of this opportunity. We really operate out of the mindset 
that if Planned Parenthood's going to be open all hours of the day doing their pro-abortion work, we as pro-lifers need to be out there all hours of the day doing our pro-life work. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to the men and women. And like Kathy said, we also, not only um, peaceful, um, law, uh, peaceful, prayerful, also law-abiding and effective. Right. So the things that we do and how we do them are very effective. And so we have other young people like me out there. <laughs> and so it's really cool to see all the young people, especially if I can tell if they go to UTSA or different schools. And it's, it's nice to just see another young face and we can just hit it off and we can talk about things maybe in a way that is just more receptive coming from another young person. And so um, I've seen it. And even just last week, I, I was able to give three gift bags to this group of girls. Uh, I don't normally do that. Normally, I just give one. But I saw three, and I gave three. And I saw all the girls sit on the benches outside of Planned Parenthood, look through the materials, make an informed decision, and leave the abortion facility. Yeah. So wow. really, what we're doing and how we're doing it works. And so I'm just so thankful that we have this movement here in San Antonio. That's beautiful. And okay, so the approach is different. Um, There's a lot of approaches out there. I think we've all seen them good and maybe not so good. And some really, really excellent, like the 40 days, um, the San Antonio Coalition for Life and the 40 Days for Life and and everything you do in that. Um, What makes it different? What do you, what would you say makes it different? Yeah, what I would say what makes us different like I said, is that peaceful, prayerful, law-abiding, effective approach. We really go off of the approaches that are proven for the most amount of success. Yes. So we go um, by the trainings of Sidewalk Advocates for Life and our um, neighbors in New Mexico, Las Cruces, that with their uh, methods, they were able to shut down an abortion facility, mm-hmm. three abortion facilities. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy motioned to me. So um, we're taking that, that those the, mm-hmm. what we've learned from Sidewalk Advocates, and then we're taking the psychology yeah. yes. of, of really sales, of saying, hey, free, here and now. And yes. using that same psychology of, oh, I can save 600 bucks instead of getting my ultrasound here. Well, of course I'm going to save 600 bucks. And then they learn about all the free resources of diapers, clothes, financial assistance at the Pregnancy Resource Center. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I really think that's what sets us apart. You know, let me ask you, Melanie, because, of course, this is my first time meeting with you. Uh I've met with (laughs) Kathy a a couple different times, and I've I've heard so much about you. Uh, I've seen the pictures on on facebook and and what y'all do is you know sidewalk advocates uh again just a couple of months ago i had the you know i had the distinct pleasure myself in, in praying out there and i kind of got to experience firsthand what that was like but y'all um as the interns as the sidewalk advocates y'all are engaging uh, mm-hmm. the, these women yeah. you are engaging these men who are you know maybe on their way to get a abortion performed to to seek that you know uh counseling and you're there, like you said, peacefully and prayerfully, um, you know, giving them another option, you know, mm-hmm. an option that they didn't recognize uh, at the time, you know, existed. Um, how did you, in fact, get started with this, though? I mean, what was it that led you uh, to, to reach out to, you know, uh, you know, to maybe San Antonio Coalition for Life? What was it that inspired you to, to take action? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so for me, I got involved in the pro-life movement, I think about 2017, um, when I was just starting at UTSA. And I found out that there was a pro-life club there. 
And at the time, I had just really confirmed in my faith, as in myself, that I was 100% boldly pro-life. And I thought, wow, sign me up. This is the club <laughs> for me. And soon after, I became the president of that club. And I refounded the club because nobody knew that there was a pro-life yeah. club at a yes. very secular campus. And so it, today, it's a very thriving club. I'm so proud of them. They, In fact, they raised uh, over $5,000 for their pregnant and parenting student scholarships. So just bragging a bit about um, Students <laughs> no, for Life at UTSA. <laughs> and so just by giving God my yes, yes. Um, even though I didn't feel ready, I was willing. And I stepped up and I and I really believe God continued to open up doors for me within the pro-life movement, different opportunities to speak and just learn and travel. And I'm just so thankful. And it all goes back to that one yes. Amen. Um, and through getting involved in the pro-life community, I learned about the San Antonio Coalition for Life. And I saw, I think, a Somebody posted on Facebook, I think uh, Susan Perez from A Woman's Haven, of, hey, we're looking for young people to be sidewalk interns. And I thought, oh, perfect, another thing, just for <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> you know, amazing. I, I want to ask you, Miss Kathy, um, what's required to become a sidewalk intern? I mean, uh, what, you know, who are you looking for? Uh, you know, what type of training might be involved in, in that? I mean, can, can you explain to our listeners uh, who may be interested in, in helping out in this way, can you explain to them uh, what goes into that. Yeah, absolutely. We have two categories. One is sidewalk advocate and one is sidewalk intern. And they are trained the same way. As Melanie said, we go through Sidewalk Advocates for Life, which is a nationally uh, known a uh, wonderful training program. It's already set, so we don't have to remake the wheel. They know what works. They know what to say, what not to say. Uh, what, you know how how to to best engage. So this is a series of videos uh, that we we use, and the person who wants to be uh, an advocate or an intern starts there with a series of in, uh, of 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 uh videos like that help like courses yes yes it's like an online course and then once ha having completed that um they will meet with me and then uh, if they were interested in being an intern we we shadow you know so they watch me and i watch them and then we learn what works for them and get their style and so on and then uh we put them into the program and uh sidewalk in interns uh, uh they work three hour shifts uh, and then they sign in. They are paid, not as much as I would like, but they are paid. <laughs> and then um, they uh, they do their duty. They come back in, they check out, and so on. So they can be at school uh, doing their college classes or having other part-time jobs while they're being a sidewalk intern. And so uh, we're very flexible with that. Uh, some people only work one shift a week and some people work every every day for a shift. So uh, we are able to work with those schedules. So uh, 18 years older or older, uh, adults can also be trained and if they want to be trained so that they can work on their off times, we love that as well. So usually advocates are volunteers and interns are paid paid employees no that's great and uh you know it's so it's so amazing the work that y'all do to to be out there uh and constantly i mean you're a a visible witness mm -hmm. uh to the good and holy you, you know i mean and i know of course you know the the employees that are out there they see you they have employees out there that are like recording your every move too right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes so uh, again i i really appreciate uh you know what y'all do out there wanted to ask you too you know regarding um you know this 
the the gift bags and, and whatnot. What are what's in there? You know what what is it that that you provide? Uh, you know for these these individuals that, that you're passing these gift bags out to. Yes. So the gift bags have such good information. If and if for the and I I would hope that for those who are pro-choice, we can agree on this that people should be informed about all their choices. And the gift bags can be that tool. So the gift bags have information about various pro-life help organizations, resource centers in San Antonio, specific to San Antonio, surrounding areas. And then there's also information about a pro-life OBGYN in our city, um, post-abortive resources for those who are needing healing after abortion. There's also number information for abortion pill reversal for the women who take the abortion pill, haven't taken the second set, and feel regret and want to reverse that information's in there about abortion pill reversal. Uh, We also have information about the harms of hormonal contraception. That's very popular at that abortion facility. A lot of girls go go there specifically for that. And we also have information about fertility awareness, natural womanhood, and a note on choosing chastity. And I think that's... that's (laughs) And the good stuff in there, we'll put like a little loofah and some hand soap and then some nail polish and whatever. So they're actually getting a gift. And that is uh, all paid for by our uh, wonderful (laughs) sponsors and donors, right? Right. So we don't get any federal funding at all. We're completely donor sponsored. Amen. Well, again, uh, what a short, you know, that that was just light and quick. Put in the plug, Miss Kathy, for San Antonio Coalition for Life and for more information on this. We would love for everyone to come out and invite your parish sacfl.org is our main site 40daysforlife.com slash san antonio sign up for your hour to pray amen we'll be right (laughs) back keep it tuned in right there hi listeners sean here and time is almost up the last day to purchase your car raffle tickets for a chance to win a 2022 Mercedes-Benz GLA 250 is Monday, February 21st. If you haven't purchased your tickets yet, it's not too late. Just go to grnonline.com forward slash raffle, or you can call us at 210-579-9844. God bless you and good luck. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. Creating good habits is an important part of family life, especially at the beginning of a school year. St. Francis said, let us begin again, for until now we have done nothing. This is a great inspiration for us because we're probably the most consistently inconsistent parents out there and we're always beginning again. It's hard to create habits in ourselves, let alone in a group of children. To start a new family habit, you need to first sit down and create a plan with your spouse. Remember, most of us spend too much time on what is urgent and not enough time on what is truly important. Then you need to implement the plan together. Think about the pushback you're going to get from your kids and be ready to deal with it. Talk to the older kids ahead of time and try to get their buy-in. Connect any new habits with a bigger vision for your family life. And keep them motivated. Connect your habits with good things that kids like to do. Show them the positive consequences of their actions. For more information and encouragement, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Here's a kickoff you don't want to miss. It's the kickoff rally for the 40 Days for Life Spring Campaign. You're invited to join us on Sunday, February 27th from 3 to 4 p.m. in St. Matthew's Catholic Church Gym as we launch the Lenten 40 Days for Life. Our guest speaker will be Steve Carlin, author and director of the National 40 Days for Life Campaign. 
So come on out for free swag, food, prizes, information, and fun. More details at sacfl.org. See you there. And welcome back, folks. Wow, what a quick first uh, half, uh, you know, first segment uh, on that. So, that uh, yes, it was great to be able to talk to Miss Kathy. I just, uh, you know, love her energy. She's got such a passion, of course, for the, uh, you know, for the pro-life cause and, uh, you know, what the good work that they do out there uh, at San Antonio Coalition for Life. Uh, when we started the program, folks, I forgot to give the phone number for you to call and purchase uh, your raffle ticket. So please call 210-579-9844, extension 3. All right, Mario's on standby. He's ready to take your call. Again, this is for your opportunity uh, to purchase your GRN car raffle ticket. Today is the last day, or you can also go to the website at www.grnonline.com forward slash raffle. Um, call in um, and you know, call in the uh, the ticket purchase, and you're going to get six tickets for a hundred bucks. Okay, mm-hmm. the first 15 callers uh, to do that. So I don't want to cut too much into the time of uh, our next guest. I've got, of course, uh, Mr. Gene and Ms. Jeannie Townsend. They're parishioners at Saint Mark the Evangelist Catholic Church. But more important, they lead pilgrimages, uh, you know, to very, you know, to all sorts of holy sites, and they're going on to talk about, you know, their upcoming, um, you know, pilgrimage uh, taking place in April, going down to Mexico. So, uh, Gene and Jeannie, thank you so much for coming in today and taking time out of your busy schedule, um, you know. And of course, for our listeners, introduce yourself uh, to everybody tuning in right now. Uh, and give us a, you know, give us some insight as to, you know, what what y'all do. Um, how how did leading these pilgrimages even get started? And uh, maybe your own personal uh, experiences with some of these pilgrimages. Well, okay, thank you so much for for having us. Um, my story becomes one where uh, many years ago, uh, I'm a convert to the Catholic faith, and. We all, as a Protestant, you sort of park Mary out there somewhere yeah, rather than bring her full circle in her life. And I was attending a parish that had a beautiful picture, and it was actually a mosaic of Juan Diego kneeling in front of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And I got intrigued with that. I didn't hear too much mentioned, homilies or anything. And I read a book, and my faith walk took me closer and closer to her over time to where I tell people this sort of as a joke. I said, I'm in love with another woman. My wife isn't jealous <laughs> because it's Our Lady of Guadalupe. Right. Yes. And so that took us to um, grabbing and understanding this. And then I became aware of another point, another very important point. Here in South Texas, people know more about Fatima, Lourdes, whatever, they even travel 12 hours on an airplane to go see these places. It's an hour and a half plane ride to go see this. Yeah, And it's difficult to explain to people what happens to you inside when you stand six feet from the tilma, when you have mass in the basilica, when you go see the miracles, the miracles that she unleashed with her visit here. It's sort of like, how do you explain to somebody about an axe retreat? This is very similar. Mm-hmm. This took us into uh, the whole issue of going down on pilgrimages and uh, with the idea being that to the closer somebody goes and sees these 
things for themselves, they'll become closer to Our Lady. And what happens to become closer to Our Lady, you'll be closer to Her Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, I would ask you, uh, of course, in you know, in this pilgrimage, you know, I know Miss Jeannie, you yourself have have been a very you know passionate um, leader of pilgrimages. Uh, can you tell our listeners maybe um, some of the experiences that you've had on your own pilgrimages? And maybe those experiences and, you know, what, what happened that you felt called, because I know you and Gina both feel this is a vocation. This is a calling for you all to, to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, what was taking place that you felt the need to, to start leading these pilgrimages also? Well, to begin with, I love to travel. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I love to travel. Uh, Jean says I must be part gypsy because I just love to travel. <laughs> uh, so about 10 years ago, we began leading pilgrimages, and we've led them to the Holy Land, to Lourdes, Fatima, a lot of different holy sites. Uh, about six or seven years ago, we felt called to concentrate on Our Lady of Guadalupe and Mexico. As Jean said, so many people we've discovered here in San Antonio, they've, they've heard of it. You see Our Lady Guadalupe on the sides of buildings, but they don't really know who she is or what happened. So we decided to start concentrating on that. And uh, it's, it's been a wonderful experience. When I was, first time I was in front of the Tilma, I mean, Our Lady just draws you in. It's such a powerful experience. It's hard to put into words. I've been to Mass quite a few times in the Basilica. Every single time at the consecration, it, it's so powerful it brings tears to I'm starting to break up already. Yeah. Uh, when the priest elevates that host, you look and there's Jesus. Right behind him is his mother. Amen. It's just it's such a powerful experience for me. Amen. It's beautiful. And, you know, let, let me ask you, it's, it's, you've led these, you, you lead these frequently. And, you know, it's, it seems like this is the kind of experience that it, you don't lose the awesomeness mm-hmm. having gone so many times. I mean, mm-hmm. you've been there, you've led pilgrimages, and every time you've gone, you've probably gained some more and some deeper insight into Our Lady that touches your heart in, and probably in a very significant way. Um, can you elaborate a little bit as far as um, some of the gifts or some of the, the fruits that can come about t- going on one of these pilgrimages? Well, there, there's so much. And as you said, um, for example, I, I have a picture here of the Tilma. And there's so much here. Yes. I've given presentations an uh, hour just on this. And every time I'm close to that Tilma and I'm close to because what you see here and yes. everything, every time... I get another insight. It, it like it reinforces something that's already there. It just takes it deeper. That's mm-hmm. hard to explain these things. Yes, yes. But just here, just just briefly. I mean, this is an exact replica of the Tilma. Yes. And we're standing six feet away, and you go on all those things like on the airplane. You know, and you go to the mm-hmm. airport and they have these things moving along. This is what you're talking about, right here. The eyes. They put that under a microscope in 1930. There's pictures of a man. It's probably Juan Diego. We're not sure. It could be the bishop. These stars. Yes. A guy at NASA lined up these stars. They are stars of the constellations in December. Wow. Now, this this happened in 1531. Mm-hmm. 
every year there's some new miracle that they that they in studying the tilma. This thing here, this ring, these rings right along here, uh, a professor of music laid it out and and recorded. It's a beautiful song, like a it's it's not a word kind of a song. Yeah. It's instrumental. This goes on and on. I could talk an hour about this. This is what happens. There are people who have never really dealt in and and took, take a look at and understand this. And we gave out a lot of handouts. Mm-hmm. We talked to these things when we prepare people to go. And down there, of course, they see even more. So I would I would focus on the tilma, but there's so many other things in a short yes. time not to right, cover exactly. everything. <laughs> no, that's wonderful. But yeah, there's always something to be yeah. that you can take from this. So if you have if you've already visited um, this very special, very holy site with the and view this tilma, you can always go again because there's always more to grow deeper. There's more to love. So, (laughs) you know, I want to ask you, uh, you know, Gene, um, of course, and this is a great follow up, you know, from the, you know, our previous segment, of course, you know, talking to the ladies at San Antonio Coalition for Life, uh, because, you know, our late, you know, our lady Guadalupe is also, you know, our late, you know, our patroness uh, of the unborn, Um, you know, and it's just amazing that prior to her, uh, you know, her, her, her appearing, you know, prior to this, um, can you talk to our listeners about, you know, the the real, you know, the the, tr- the true um, tangible miracle, and that's of course uh, the the souls that were converted. Can you talk to our listeners about that? Oh my goodness, um, that is so important. This is the greatest conversion story in the history of Christianity. To grasp that. She showed up in 1531, approximately 10 years later, and they might say nine years, 10 years, 10 million people converted. 10 million. Why did they convert? Mm -hmm. This is not just a picture. It's a codex. It's like a language. The Aztec priests came in and started seeing this. They knew what it said. It was like written in a language that they understand, but it's a picture. These priests took this out to their people. We were baptizing 4,000 people a day in some instances, 10 million. It's the greatest yeah. story. Nobody knows this right yes. here in San Antonio, right. or, or a few people know it, but they haven't internalized it. She's the protectress of the Americas. Yeah. She's not, she doesn't belong to the Hispanics or group of people. She belongs to all of us. Uh, and so to get this story, see, one of the things we want, we're so happy to be here, to get this story out there. Yeah. The pilgrimage is is really incidental that yes. we can get this story out there. So uh, now the protectors of the unborn. Look at the mess we're in in terms of abortion and things like this. Right. The Supreme Court right now is about to rule on this. How many of us stand up in our meetings in church or whatever, or, you know, where they do prayer intentions and actually pray for the the Holy Spirit will touch the Supreme Court that they'll make a judgment that might put abortion off the books. Yeah. So she is the protectress of the unborn. Amen. And yeah, could you elaborate on that and uh, you know, maybe share uh, your thoughts on that, Miss Jeannie? Well, the, the tilma, as Jean said, it's a codex. I used to think of it, oh, it's, I mean, you hear certain things about the stars and the eyes, but uh, I thought most of it was just a pretty decoration. The rest of it, everything yeah. on this tilma has a significance to the Aztecs, every single thing, every color, every decoration. 
the flowers, the placement of the flowers, uh, every single thing. Her knee, her left knee is raised, which signifies she's dancing. Dancing was an important part of the Aztec religious uh, celebrations. And her hands, if you notice her hands, they, for us it looks like she's praying, but they're slightly separated. She could be clapping, which would go with the dancing mm-hmm. for the Aztecs. That is why, I mean, every little thing on here, the moment those Aztec priests saw this, they could read it, every single thing. And that's when they fell on their knees. Once the priests converted, that's it. Everyone else started falling in line. Wow. And that's beautiful because it just speaks to how Our Lady con- connects with us in the, the manners that we understand. She gave us a beautiful picture of herself in, in, mm-hmm. in the, in the same, with the same features of the Aztec people and, and, you know, the, the native people at the time. And, and she tends to come to us throughout history in, in the, in a way that best identifies with us personally. And, um, I, I find it me, I, this is my favorite picture of Our Lady because she gave us this photo of herself, right? Mm-hmm. And although she's appeared in so many other ways, um, this has a special significance to me and, of course, to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Amen. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know, I want to add, uh, of course, you know, with that, you know, with her being our our, our patroness also, um, and there's so much, you know, to, to learn, like like you both are saying, you, you just it would take longer than an hour to really, you know, dive into, you know, the, the importance of, you know, the, the miracle. Uh, this is a, you know, the, the image on, you know, the Tilma itself is a living, breathing, you know, relic of it still is. here. Yes. You know, it, it's, I mean, for, I don't understand how people can't, um, you know, really, you know, see, you know, you know, uh, understand, I guess, um, that, the faith of, you know, the, the Catholic faith in, in its miracles when really you have a living miracle right there that, like you said, is only an hour and a half away, mm-hmm. you know, there in, in Mexico City. But, you know, let me ask you something. This is really for, you know, for Miss Jeannie here. Um, regarding the, the pilgrimage to, to, that you have upcoming uh, to, to Mexico, can you talk to our listeners about, um, you know, what they can expect? Um, who can they contact to sign up? Because I know that registrations are, are filling up, you know, really fast, and we want to make sure that we get the, uh, you know, get the uh, information out there as to, you know, who, you know, who do they reach out to? Can you, can you share that with us? Sure. The, uh, the pilgrimage will be April 22nd through the 28th. Uh, we'll spend three nights in Mexico City, two nights in Puebla, and one night in Tosco. Uh, everyone knows, well, they've heard of Our Lady Guadalupe, but not too many people realize that St. Michael, the Archangel, appeared in Mexico. You ask people, and they don't know it. I that, didn't know that. I didn't know and that. It's <laughs> right down there. There are four times that we know he has appeared because he identified himself one in France, two in Italy, and right in Mexico near Puebla in the state of Tlaxcala. I get a little... (laughs) Um, But he appeared there. It was exactly 100 years after Guadalupe. And he uh, opened up a miracle, a a miraculous well of water that uh, helped cure the people of the smallpox. Um, Also in Tlaxcala is... Uh, Mary appeared a second time, which people don't realize. It was only 10 years after Guadalupe. Uh, it was in the, uh, it's called Our Lady of Ocutlan. Mm. Uh, 
Again, the people had smallpox. She provided this miraculous well of water, which cured the people. Uh, A pine tree uh, caught on fire, but yet it did not burn down. The next day, a Franciscan priest went in and chopped at the pine tree, and there is a statue of Our Lady inside the trunk. Wow. Now, I always thought it was like 12, 18 inches, a little. This thing is five feet tall, a five-foot statue of Our Lady. It is beautiful. You can go down. We go down the beautiful Basilica of Our Lady of Ocotlan, and it's, it's right there. It's, it's just so wow. amazing. And those are just a few of the things um, and the, places we visit. Tell the story about how she was, took the place. Of, just tell, it's, a fun, it's a story, but it's things <laughs> people don't know about. It is funny. Uh, the local church was um, San Lorenzo, just little bitty Franciscan church. And uh, so above the altar, they had little, a statue of San Lorenzo on a little pedestal. So the people process with this beautiful statue of Mary. They remove San Lorenzo to the side, and they put Mary up there. Now, the local sacristan did not like that. This is San Lorenzo's church. San Lorenzo belongs there. So he took it down. The next morning, Mary was back up there. He did it a second time. The next, again, she was mm-hmm. back. So the third night, he took the statue He put her inside of a chest, and he slept on top of the chest. The (laughs) next morning, Mary was back up on (laughs) the altar, and she has stayed there ever since. Oh, my goodness. You know, let me me ask you both, uh, and this is... You know, this is really uh, for for you both. Maybe, Gina, you know, if if you would go first, but... um, your experiences with your pilgrimages uh, that you've taken to Mexico City, um, like you know, Alex was talking about, you know, as no, it doesn't matter how many times you go, you get something new out of it. Um, you know, each and every time. Uh, what would you say the most impactful experience has been for you, and uh, what you know, what is it that you you get um, and have gotten uh, out of uh, your experience? Uh, you know, with the pilgrimage pilgrimages, uh, and we'll go with you uh, first, Mister Gene. I think our our world, our church, is troubled right now, if you want to say that. Uh, and so I think there are a lot of people at faith that are struggling with things. And what we need are things to come into our life that deepen our faith and strengthen us in faith. And this is what it does. So you go one time, you go a second time, and it goes deeper and deeper to where I now have to get in the car after this is over and drive out there and deal with a world that's going crazy. But when we go deeper into our faith, it gives me context and substance to live my faith. And it's hard to explain that, but this is what happens every time we go down there and partake of this. Mm-hmm. Amen. And for you, Miss Jeannie, you know, what has been some of the most impactful takeaways uh, for you personally? Oh, gosh. I mean, just, just seeing the tilma. Being there, uh, we spend a full day and a half on the grounds of the Basilica. And so there's, there is free time. We have mass and rosary and, you know, walking up the top of Tepeyac and all the usual things. But there's a lot of free time where we can just spend in private devotion. Sure. I just go in the Basilica and I sit there and I just stare at the tilma. Uh, there's always a mass going on. And as I said, the consecration, it breaks me up every single time. I mean, the first time, I mean, 
tears were just streaming down my face. I think the lady next to me thought I was nuts. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's such a powerful experience. I just can't get enough of her. Amen. Uh, folks, if you're just tuning in, uh, this is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host and general manager uh, for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area, having this wonderful uh, and, you know, wonderful conversation about, you know, Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, this pilgrimage uh, that's up, you know, that's coming up. Uh, and Gene, can you give the details as to the dates again of the pilgrimage? Uh, and one thing I'd like to know is um, where can people register and reach out to? Do you all have that information with you? Go ahead, Dawn. Uh, April 22nd through the 28th, uh, you can contact Accent Travel uh, to make reservations or get information. John and Barbara Thabit uh, are the owners of Accent Travel, and they are founding members of St. Mark's Parish. They have been very and heavily involved in ministry in St. Mark's for over 40 years. Uh, so you could call Accent Travel at 210-494-3553. Amen. And of course, uh, you know, in the, in the flyer, in the, in the brochure, um, you know, you, you say, you know, we're going to walk in the footsteps of Our Lady of Guadalupe and St. Juan Diego. Uh, you're going to stand just feet away uh, from this beautiful tilma. Uh, I would ask you, Regarding the, you know, the experience uh, in, in leading these retreats, uh, what has been some of the feedback that you've gotten from those who have, you know, some, from some of the pilgrims who have gone, uh, you know, gone with you? On the first one we went on, there was a gentleman who had spent four years in Germany in the military. And he, we were talking about the beautiful churches in Europe. And he comes up to me and he said, I thought they were beautiful in Europe, and they are. These churches in Mecca, they're the most beautiful churches I've ever been in. It's almost like the people have a faith, and they laid that gold foil, or whatever they did, they were reaching out to God. It's hard to explain these things, but they, those churches we go into, we go into several churches, have that same impact on people. So you, you're linking that experience with something like this. We like to go to Mass with the people, the local people. Why go into a separate room by yourself? You see the people crawling on their knees around this picture of the tilma. We pass out the uh, uh, Magnificat booklet. So most, a lot of people speak Spanish, but if they don't, they have the booklet. They can follow the mass. And you have the priest and you see the local people. And the people just pull you into their own faith experience coming into it from, say, our country. Right. It's, it's just hard to capture this. But uh, uh, now the people after will, it's like an axe retreat. They'll, they'll, they'll talk. There's three Fs. There's faith, there's fun, and there's friendship. We do all that. Yeah. The, the fun, I mean, we eat in nice restaurants. You know, we might have a glass of wine after. And when you spend a week together with people, you get this closeness. You see somebody a couple months later you just connect all those memories. See, so uh, I think that's the three. We do have fun, but the faith part mm -hmm. is really what we try to focus on. I've Amen. had, after the last one, one uh, woman, she even stopped on her way back from communion, and she leaned in at me. She said, thank you for reintroducing me to my mother. Mm -hmm. mm. And on this upcoming pilgrimage, we have five pilgrims who have already been with us they want to go again it was such a powerful experience 
that they want to go again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing like being in the presence of your mother. And um, she's the mother to all, um, not just us Catholics, but all, all of us Christians and all of us in, in throughout the world. And she's always on a mission to lead everyone to her son. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm listening to both of you and I can feel the, the love and the closeness and the way our mother has touched you. And you are, are, are the, 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 the children, you are striving, like the, the, the little children who have something beautiful, a beautiful gift in your hands, and you want to share it with the world. Exactly. Amen. And, um, you know, I, I, can, I can see your, your eyes are tearing up right now <laughs> as I'm speaking, you know. But you, you, you're both of you are beautiful people. And our, our lady knows that, you know, I, I'm sure she does. Yeah, she's, seen you, she's seen you a lot. <laughs> that, you know, the, the work that you do is um, it, it's so, um, you know, what mother would not hold you even closer for loving her so much? That's right. Thank you for that. We've always had a a great devotion to Our Lady, but like I said, recent years, we've just really focused on our, she just Mm -hmm. has grabbed us in. But you know, that's in the spirit of Juan Diego. Yeah. Because what what, what did he do? He just simply pointed to her and said, look, here here she is. And in a sense, in these times, that is your calling and that is what you're doing now. We see ourselves... Mm -hmm. As servants of Our Lady and the yes. spirit of Juan Diego. Yes. How do we serve Our Lady and the spirit of Juan Diego? Right. Amen. You know, uh, folks, if you're just tuning in, this is In His Vineyard. We're having this great conversation with Mr. Gene and Miss Jeannie Townsend. Uh, they're going to be leading this Mexico pilgrimage, a seven-day uh, pilgrimage uh, there in, in Mexico. They're going to see Mex- you know, uh, the, the Tilma in, um, in Mexico City at the Basilica. Uh, they're also going to be you know, visiting uh, in Puebla and uh, one night in Taxco. Uh, so for more information on how you can register for this pilgrimage, uh, you need to contact John Thabit at 210-494-3553 or email john at accenttravelsa.com. Uh, or you can also you know, find out uh, some of the information on our GRN South and Central Texas Facebook group page uh, where we've got it up there uh, as well. Uh, we've got just a couple of minutes left in this, uh, you know, wonderful conversation. Um, you know, you know, Gene, I, I would ask you, you know, what are some closing thoughts, um, you know, that that you'd like to share with our listeners regarding this pilgrimage uh, and maybe the experiences that um, are in store for them? Well, uh, there's little minor things. For example, on our last pilgrimage, our tour guide said. Would your people be interested in seeing the font Juan Diego was baptized in? Now, he's looking at it like, this is so kind. He says, you're kidding me. We'd love to go. We went there. It's a typical, but that's where he was baptized. Yeah. See, these are little things. These are a bunch of little things. Yeah. And that sticks. That just sticks with you. You touch that water. You just stand right there and pray. We say the long prayer. She mentioned San Miguel. We say the long prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. And take it in and pray. I'll tell you just a last, just funny little quick story. We were coming out of the church in San Miguel, and the priest, and we like to go with the, the people, like we said. The priest is baptized, he's, he's blessing everybody. 
he's blessed Indian Spanish, and he and he comes to me and says, "I bless the gringo in the name of the fathers." <laughs> so cute. <laughs> That's what he did. That's awesome. And Miss Genia, you know, maybe some lasting, uh, you know, lasting thoughts for our listeners tuning in. We hope you will consider joining us in this beautiful experience. Mexico is such a beautiful country. Uh, once you get out of Mexico City, it's just beautiful pine tree covered hills. Uh, and the people are so faith filled. As a matter of fact, Puebla is the most faith filled area of Mexico. The people are daily mass goers there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, just the experience is tremendous. Just everything about it. Amen. And again, that uh, that number to call, uh, if you're interested in joining Jean and Jeannie Townsend on pilgrimage, is going to be 210-494-3553. You're going to contact John Thabit of uh, Accent Travel SA. Uh, Jean and Jeannie, thank you so much uh, for, for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your, uh, your faith with us. Um, and Alex, another yes. lightning quick hour. I just <laughs> wish, you know, maybe we could extend the hours and right? just have everybody on forever. <laughs> just hang out with us and, and, and talk. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, that, that's not the case. Uh, so folks, uh, you know, it, for, for San Antonio Coalition for Life, you can find out more about the good and holy work that they do by visiting sacfl.org. Uh, for information on the uh, pilgrimage uh, that you can join with uh, Mr. Gene, and Miss Jeannie Townsend. Uh, again, contact John Thabit at 210-494-3553 or uh, email john at accenttravelsa.com. Uh, we've got, of course, the... Um, the, the last day of the GRN car raffle, yes. uh, go to grnonline.com forward slash raffle. Um, this is, we got a lot of stuff going on. So, yes, thank you so much. And we hope you enjoyed the conversation. And always please remember to download the In His Vineyard podcast and join the GRN South and Central Texas Facebook group. So until next time and throughout this week, let's all continue to labor with love, joy, and zeal in our hearts. In His Vineyard. God bless all of you and thanks for tuning in. Men, where are you spiritually? Now is the time to level up at the Catholic Men's Conference, both in-person and virtual. Your choice. Happening February 26th, hear powerful in-person speakers, including Bishop Gary Yannick. Find renewal, healing, and strength among men like you. You are not alone in your journey. For details and to register, call 210-521-3377 or go to cmcsanantonio.com. Clark Cardas, colon and rectal surgeon and fellow in the American College of Surgeons, is proud to be a sponsor of the great Catholic programming on KJMA. He's a member of Catholic Charities Medical Advisory Board and Catholic Physicians Guild of San Antonio and provides care for colon cancer, diverticulitis, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and those embarrassing lumps, bumps, aches, and pains. For more information on his offices in the Medical Center, Westover Hills, or Stone Oak, please call 210-614-0880. Do you know who led 10 million people to the Catholic faith in 10 short years? It was Our Lady of Guadalupe, our Holy Mother. She led millions of people to the Catholic faith. And each year, thousands of people visit Mexico City to walk in the footsteps of Our Lady of Guadalupe and St. Juan Diego. We invite you to join with us, Jean and Jeannie Townsend, in a pilgrimage to Mexico from April 22nd through the 28th 
you will stand before Juan Diego's miraculous tilma and pray at the site where St. Michael the Archangel appeared. We will also visit many other interesting places. Come experience this faith-deepening journey with us. For more information and to book a reservation, please call John Thabit at Accent Travel 210-494-3553. Again, that's 210-494-3553. Faith, hope, charity. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.